this episode a recap of the 2021 annual LITC Grantee Conference. Thank you for tuning in to Tax Justice Warriors. Welcome to Tax Justice Warriors, the podcast that celebrates the work of low-income taxpayer clinics, focuses on tax controversy work, and looks at related issues in tax news. I'm your host, William Schmidt, the director of the Low-Income Taxpayer Clinic at Kansas Legal Services. This year, the 2021 annual LITC Grantee Conference went from Monday, December 7 to Friday, December 18 of 2020. The first four days were a bit of a focus on new clinicians and the taxpayer boot camp. So that went Monday, December 7 through Thursday, December 10. And then the last four days were Tuesday, December 15 through Friday, December 18. Those focused on more of the plenary and advanced sessions for the main portion of the grantee conference with more of the mandatory training that they wanted everyone to be involved with. So I am going to go a bit day by day on what I attended and give a little bit of my thoughts there. So starting out on Monday, December 7, there was a focus on the LITC grant, the budgeting and payment systems and financial reporting. So at least one person within Kansas Legal Services that does the financial portions of the grant reporting attended those sessions. And later in the day, there was a session called Mentor Meetup. I had attended along with a mentee that I have been working with, but the session wound up being a bit more of an informational meeting on what mentoring is about. So the Mentee and I, we have decided that we will have our own meetup at a later point just to talk over some things further. On Tuesday, December 8, there was the presentation by Jessica Marine, the Deputy Clerk for Case Services at the United States Tax Court on the new case management system, Dawson. It turned out that this was a recorded session, so I did not necessarily have to listen to it at that time, but I went ahead and did that. It was a thorough presentation for both the petitioners and the respondent to look at the process of logging in and using information on the new Dawson system with the tax court. Then on Wednesday, December 9, I did the presentation for Collections Part 1 within the Tax Boot Camp. Now, the feedback I heard overall on the Tax Boot Camp was that it was quite popular, that it was good training for the new clinicians and new people to tax practice. So it sounds like that may be something done more in the future which I will touch on toward the end of this episode. Later on Wednesday the 9th, there was a session, Collection Due Process, 
discussing changes to the form 12153. This was by invitation only. It had some members from the Collection Due Process Summit Initiative, and it had a discussion of a sample form 12153C that will be tested out at some of the campuses while the main form is still being used to get feedback on what changes should be made for the submission form for collection due process hearings. I thought it was a good experience that we could give feedback directly to the IRS and they were quite open to our comments. So it was a good session for having some dialogue about collection due process. On Thursday, December 10, there was a clinic networking group that I attended. The Western State Networking Group that I normally attend, it is managed by the clinicians at the University of Denver Law School, and that wound up being a discussion of topics that some of the clinics were dealing with, so it was a bit like our monthly conference calls, but this time over Zoom. So it was a little bit more of a discussion time rather than just strictly networking. And then following that, I attended the breakout session Meeting Ethical Obligations in a Virtual Environment with the discussion of what ethical obligations there are for working with clients during these times where we are doing things virtually, looking at the management when it comes to working with students and other ethical obligations involved when doing virtual meetings. Then in that afternoon, I did not attend the other breakout session. I attended an IRS webinar on electronic submission of power of attorney forms. I thought that was quite useful to learn more about what the IRS will be doing in January and June when it comes, or the summer actually, when it comes to submission of electronic signatures and other new forms of submitting power of attorney forms to the IRS. And then after that, I caught part of the conversation with systemic advocacy where Mark Hutchins, the Director of Proactive Advocacy Implementation and Evaluation within Systemic Advocacy in the Taxpayer Advocate Service, spoke to clinicians about what can be done with his department when it comes to systemic advocacy. So that completed the first week. Then on week two, we started with the State of the Low-Income Taxpayer Clinic Program, where Tamara Borland, the director of the Low-Income Taxpayer Clinic Program, addressed us on, on changes through the year and gave different updates and set us off through the week. From there, she was followed by an address by the National Taxpayer Advocate, Erin Collins. She updated us on the Taxpayer Advocate Service and her views on what has happened through the year. Next, there was the plenary session Beyond Representation that the program focused on what 
clinicians can do beyond representing individual clients. So partly with systemic advocacy, but in general, what other ways people can get involved. So I was pleased that there were mentions of both the Collection Due Process Summit Initiative and this podcast, Tax Justice Warriors. So I want to thank Christine Spidell, Nancy Rostner, and Keith Fogg for mentioning my involvement and directing people my way. Then the final session of the day was Birds of a Feather Flock Together, and I was in the session for legal aid clinics that are funded by LSC, and that session was moderated by Jennifer Gardner with Legal Aid of Arkansas. On Wednesday, December 16, the first session was Human Trafficking and the Tax Implications for Survivors. That session had some good speakers for the presentation and gave a compelling story with how a client was coerced into human trafficking and then the tax issues that needed to be untangled as a result of human trafficking. So I thought that was the most surprising session in that I have not encountered human trafficking when it comes to my clients, but I do see now the implications of what are involved when it comes to taxes and the issues that can result of being a victim of the human trafficking and those activities. Following lunch, there was a set of breakout sessions, and the session I attended was Disaster, the New Normal, and I was surprised to learn that there was a fire in Legal Aid of Nebraska, so that clinician, Shirley Peng, spoke about what was necessary to take care of the work when there was the destruction within the office that affected her along with the delays in getting back in the office and talking fire, but also the water that was sprayed within the building settling down into the basement. I think she said it was a 10-story building that they were on the eighth floor. So that was interesting. The other presenters were Paul Tuttle, Clinic Director of Southeast Louisiana Legal Services, LITC. He spoke about the hurricanes that have affected the New Orleans area. And James Creech, who volunteers at the Justice and Diversity Center, he is also with the law offices of James Creech, and he does interviews for talking tax within the American Bar Association section of Taxation podcast, and is my co-author on our chapter for the next edition of Effectively Representing Your Client Before the IRS. So that was an informative session thinking about what is the disaster plan for a clinic. And then after a break, I was involved in the year in review presentation where I spoke about administrative updates 
Caleb Smith spoke about legislative updates, and Lakeisha Thomas spoke about the legislative update section. So I thought the session went well. We covered quite a bit of ground. Now turning to Thursday, December 17, that session was a presentation by the U.S. Tax Court. There, Chief Judge Foley interviewed the newest judges to the tax court. He invited Judges Layden and Panuthos, but the newest judges were Judge Weiler, Erda, Greaves, Copeland, Marshall, and Jones. So it was good to hear from them, to learn about their personalities, what their backgrounds were, and the experiences they have had with the Low-Income Taxpayer Clinic program. Following that was a breakout session that I attended, Taxpayer Litigation, Challenging the Legality of Tax Code Provisions and Legality of Agency Implementation. Christine Spidell and Les Book of Villanova Law School talked about their involvement in systemic advocacy, specifically litigation regarding the economic impact payments. So that was interesting to learn more about their involvement in challenging areas of the tax code and what those effects have on specific taxpayers. Following a break, there was an address by the IRS Chief Counsel, Michael Desmond, where he gave his views on where Chief Counsel has been involved during the last year. Following that was a presentation on best practices for virtual tax court representation, calendar calls, and settlement days. So the panel had two U.S. tax court judges, Copeland and Layden, then members of IRS Council, and Nicole Appleberry, the clinic director with the University of Michigan Low-Income Taxpayer Clinic. After that, there was a virtual networking session put together by LITC Director Tamara Borland. And so it had been a little bit of a long day because the last tax court presentation went long. And then there was the networking session. Then the final day, Friday, December 18, started with a status of IRS operations and best practices for moving your client's matter forward in an ever-evolving environment with updates from wage and investment, collections, and the Taxpayer Advocate Service. After lunch, I attended the breakout session regarding bankruptcy and other collection alternatives. Then following a break was a plenary session, Ethical Obligations of Tax Practitioners, where they discussed different hypothetical situations that affect tax clinics. And then Tamara Borland finished the conference with her closing remarks. So one area that seemed to be a change is that the tax clinics are to be submitting their power of attorney forms to the Philadelphia CAF unit in the future for processing because there were some complaints about the delays on processing of power of attorney forms by the CAF units currently, that right now they are supposed to be processing those forms in 21 days. 
but there were complaints about the processing taking longer than that. So if we have that corrected for the tax clinics, that sounds to be a good step in the right direction. So overall, I thought the conference seemed to be successful, that there was quite a bit of information provided, though by the end I was a bit tired of attending webinars. From some comments by Tamara Borland, it sounds like if there are not issues regarding the pandemic next December, then perhaps there will be virtual sessions for sessions like the Taxpayer Boot Camp and training the people who do the grant reporting virtually because that was not normally covered so much when we were in person, but that they would likely still have perhaps a three-day in-person conference in the future because of the benefit of gathering everyone together. And so I will also repeat that while it is quite good to do virtual networking and have a chance to meet with people that way, it is certainly much more limited than gathering in person and getting to know people that way. So I do look forward to the next time the conference can be in person and we can have a greater sense of contact and networking between each other that way. So I hope this episode has been informative. It's not quite the same as going through a conference, but hopefully it sparked some ideas and you learned something a little bit along the way. Thank you for tuning in to Tax Justice Warriors. Have a happy new year, and I hope everyone has a better 2021 than what we dealt with in 2020 regarding the pandemic. So take care. Thank you for listening. I look forward to speaking to you in 2021. Thank you for listening to Tax Justice Warriors. We have a Patreon page if you'd like to support this podcast. Providing monetary support for this podcast helps with expenses like equipment or travel to tax conferences. Supporting this podcast through Patreon comes with rewards, so check out our Patreon page. Please rate or review this podcast because positive reviews help get more people to know this podcast exists. The views expressed on this podcast are not official opinions of the IRS, the Low Income Taxpayer Clinic Program, or the employers of the people who spoke on this program. Your tax situation is unique, so do not take the statements on this program as tax or legal advice. Consult with your own tax professional to provide you with specific advice on your situation. Tune in next time on Tax Justice Warriors for another interesting tax discussion.